Bienvenido, mi gente. ¿Cómo están? Buenas tardes. Welcome, everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in uh, to another episode of the Tomatolito Show. And I'm beyond excited for this episode. This is going to be a preview of uh, what well, the fight that we have on our hands in just a few hours' time. Errol Spence versus Danny Garcia. This is bound to be an awesome welterweight fight and one of the classics uh, for us uh, of recent time. Uh, what do we have? Let's look at the tail of the tape. Let's try to break this fight down. And I know you guys are excited about this fight as I am. So we've been waiting for this for a while. Let's look at the tail of the tape. The challenger in this fight is going to be Danny Swift Garcia, turned pro in 2007. Uh, he sits with a 36-2 and record, 21 knockouts, 5'8". Uh, he gives an inch to uh, an inch to Errol Spence. Uh, similar weight as Spence. Obviously, they both have to make weight, but both of them have similar build. Uh, so he's not going to be... Both of them I see rehydrating fairly similar to fairly similar... Uh, uh, weights. Uh, he gives about three and a half inches in reach to Errol Spence, a little bit older, two years older at that than Errol Spence. Uh, and he comes in an orthodox stance. So traditional stance for, for Danny Swift Garcia, that 36 and two record seems to be what's throwing a lot of people off. Uh, don't let that record fool you. Those two losses are not knockout losses are not losses in which he took huge damage. These two losses came at the hands of Keith Thurman and they came at the hands of Sean Porter. Both of them were decision fights. Uh, in my eyes, in a lot of fans' eyes, uh, when I saw those fights, I thought Danny did enough to pull those fights out. Nonetheless, it went to the judges' hands, and obviously, if you're a Thurman fan, then you're going to be pulling that Thurman uh, and, and, and solidifying your stance that Thurman deserved that win. I'm not saying he didn't deserve the win. It was awarded to him. Great. When I was watching that fight live, uh, I remember... Um, scoring the fight for Danny Garcia and feeling like Danny Garcia had done enough to pull that fight out. It was a tough fight, uh, highly contested by both sides, a lot of power behind both sides, a lot of power punches, great combinations in that fight, and it came down to the wire. And it obviously went to the judges' hands. Judges awarded it to uh, Keith Thurman. Same with Sean Porter, a little bit sloppier of a fight, a lot of power punches, but a lot sloppier. Sean Porter doesn't make for an easy fight and doesn't present an easy fight to anybody uh, just because of his height, because of the way that he attacks. He usually ducks in and throws the overhands, throws the, uh, the looping hooks, the looping uh, punches, uppercuts, you name it, and, and normally just lunging at the other boxer. So he gives a tough fight to anybody. He ends up walking away with the decision on that. So a lot of people are discarding Danny Garcia as if he's the older fighter or much older fighter. It's a two-year difference. He has been a pro for a lot longer than Errol Spence, uh, for five years at that longer. He turned pro in 07. Uh, Errol Spence turned pro in 2012. Errol Spence brings a 26-0 and uh, record, so perfect record. Uh, 21 knockouts, same amount of knockouts as Danny Garcia. He, uh, he takes Danny Garcia by one inch with a 5'9 height versus Danny's 5'8 uh, stature. Obviously, I see both of them rehydrating around similar similar weights by the come fight come fight time. Uh, Errol Spence brings a 72 inch reach, so it's about three and a half inches more than what Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia was measured at 68 and a half inch reach. Um, 30 years of age for Errol Spence. He's not he's not that young. He fights really well. He fights really young, but 
He's not that much younger than Danny Garcia. This is not a 22, 23-year-old versus an old man, kind of like what we saw a few weeks ago or, or a while back with uh, Daniel Dubois and Joe Joyce. Uh, a lot different. This is a two-year difference that they have. Very similar stature. Very similar uh, in weight by the time they rehydrate. Um, this is the big differences that I see and how I see the fight playing out. Uh, the records, you know, the records dictate a lot. Danny Garcia has 10 victories more than Errol Spence. Those two losses, if uh, if they would have gone how I've called them, obviously they didn't. But if they would have gone how I called them, they were just a decision away, a judge's opinion away from having Danny Garcia show up tonight as the undefeated fighter. And then people's opinion would be a lot different about him. Instead, people are taking him as discarding them as if this is this might be an easy fight for Errol Spence or it's going to be highly contested but it should be a walk in the park for Errol Spence it should be a victory for Errol Spence uh, I don't know why they're discarding Danny Garcia he was just an opinion or two away from having those victories been awarded to him uh, and it could have been he could have been 37 and 1 or 38 and 0 at the moment walking into the ring instead 36 and 2 record both of them equal power 21 21 knockouts in their records, of course, Danny bringing 10 more victories to it. Errol Spence bringing the two titles. It's got the IBF, got the WBC title, unified champ at Welter. And how do I see this fight playing out? There's two ways. There's two things that I notice um, Errol Spence do normally, uh, traditionally in his fights. He usually tries to create his distance. He uh, he imposes his power quickly, and he's going to let Danny Garcia know early. He does it with every other opponent. He tries to impose his distance, and as soon as the opponent tries to uh, get in a little bit too close to where he's not comfortable with uh, being able to to direct the pace or to control the pace of the fight and his distance to be able to execute his boxing, he he releases the power and he hits him with something powerful to push him back, to get him to take him to to get to the back step and and uh, and start fighting on uh, at, at a little bit longer distance because he uses his reach really well. He's able to release his power uh, at full reach. He has a lot of power. He releases his power through looping hooks through uh, looping body shots, and, um, and his jab is really stiff. He's a better of the two boxers, definitely the more refined and the more skilled of the two boxers. But that's not putting Danny Garcia that far back. Danny Garcia has really good boxing as well, not to the pedigree of Errol Spence, but Danny Garcia has pretty good boxing himself. Now, Danny Garcia, is he's got a good chin. His chin has been tested in the past, but he's got a good overall chin. Uh, he's got good heart on his side, and he's got decent power behind those punches. Danny Garcia is better off when he's at a closer distance, and if Danny Garcia is able to bite in to almost like playing the gambit, if he's able to play the gambit, take the risk, take a few of those power shots in exchange for a little bit of the distance, and dictate the fight, or at least impose this fight at a closer range, he's going to have a good shot at beating Errol Spence. Uh, he releases uh, his power through rapid punches. Uh, he releases his power through shorter uh, reaching punches inside the pocket. He's got good uppercuts, good small hooks, good rapid, uh, rapid style punches that he releases on the inside and causes a lot of damage at that be with, with that style of fighting. 
if he ends up staying at Errol Spence's comfortable distance, he's going to have a hard time outboxing and outpointing Errol Spence. Uh, so I think he's going to have to take the hits, uh, impose his will, get in that pocket, make it a closer range fight. Not as dirty and as rough uh, as, as Sean Porter does. But just in a close enough distance to where he's able to get his hands off and where he's, where, where Errol's able to, uh, to feel Danny's power and Danny being able to push Errol Spence back. Other than that, I see Errol Spence, uh, put on another masterful performance. If he's able to dictate the pace, both of them have similar paces, similar flows that they like to fight in, uh, with a good back and forth flow. Uh, Errol Spence, takes his time a little bit more than Danny Garcia does in his previous fights. Errol Spence likes to dictate the pace. He sets the pace. He almost wants to be a counterpuncher until he sees his openings and then he disrupts the opponent's rhythm at that. His boxing pedigree, I think, is a few notches above Danny Garcia's, like I mentioned. And if he's able to control the spacing, the distance between the two fighters, I see Errol Spence walking away with this with this victory. So that's the key for me. Danny Garcia needs to impose his will, eat up some of that distance, take away some of that distance, that, that comfort that Errol Spence likes to fight in, that pocket that Errol Spence likes to keep between fighters. And if he's able to compromise that uh, for, for Errol Spence, I see Danny Garcia being very effective in this fight and being able to pull off what is what would be considered the upset, right? And him getting his... Uh, uh, getting some titles back over his shoulder and around his waist. So it's going to be a very a highly contested fight, a very intriguing fight for me. Um, it's going to be who's going to impose their will. Uh, different than what we saw with Saunders and, and Murray yesterday, where different style fighters, completely different uh, different pedigrees at different stages in their career. Uh, some people think that Danny Garcia is already old and outdated, but listen, He's two years older than Errol Spence, and he's a live dog as anybody. He's one of the top contenders at welterweight. I don't know why people are discarding him. He's just two opinions away from having been an undefeated fighter as he stepped into the ring tonight, and people would be viewing him with completely different eyes uh, than than what they're giving him credit for. So I think Danny Garcia is going to put on a really good performance. Now, if Errol Spence ends up just stopping Danny Garcia, blowing him out of the water, guess what? Errol Spence is the man as it is. He's already the man at, well, at the welterweight division and going neck and neck with Terrence Crawford, right? And you, we got, we got to see that fight. Should Errol Spence pull this one out? If Danny Garcia pulls the, uh, the victory on this one, especially if it's an emphatic fashion, then all those haters, what are you going to say? I mean, all these guys that, that are showing up as haters right now for Danny Garcia and discarding them, what, what are you going to do when Danny Garcia uh, shows that he's that he's been there all along and uh, and has been getting overlooked? Nonetheless, listen, Danny Garcia has a lot, has his work cut out for him. He's got the uphill to climb here. Errol Spence is solid. The only thing that people are questioning right now about Errol Spence is that big accident that he was involved in a month after he defended his title last year. Last October 2019, he had a big nasty accident that who anybody, anybody else in that vehicle would have, uh, would have succumbed to the injuries, uh, would have succumbed to that accident. It was a nasty accident if you've seen that video. And so people don't know what Errol Spence we're going to get if it's the same Errol Spence of old 
or if he's going to have some injuries that might pop up on fight night. Uh, his face was damaged, uh, took some took some damage during that accident. We don't know how the face, facial structure is. As far as we know, he looks good. He looked good at the weigh-ins. Uh, he looks like he's in better shape than ever, but who knows? That's the only question right now that people are mentioning is if Errol Spence is back to normal or if that accident took something out of him and if he's going to be a slightly different fighter that we're going to see tonight. Uh, nonetheless, super intriguing fight. I hope you guys watch it. Uh, normally, I try to do these episodes um, early morning or in the afternoon without having any influence of any uh, any drinks or anything. But listen, I got my scotch on hand. I'm awaiting this fight to start here in a couple hours time. And to you, my friends, regardless of where you may find yourselves, uh, I I say salud. I cheer to you. And uh, and I hope you enjoy the fight. Sit back, get some good company around you, enjoy your favorite drink. And if you don't drink, listen, grab a water and salute to you as well, my friend. Uh, enjoy this fight. This is one of the big ones to close out 2020 and one of the big ones of all time in the welterweight division of recent years. So take care of yourselves and I'll see you guys on the recap show. Salute.